Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. I and Pastor Da have kept the fire, have kept the zeal in our heart all these years. We have been a Christian for 38 years now, and we have been a pastor for many years, and I and Pastor Da have never lost any zeal, any fervent, or any desire to serve God. In fact, we are more on fire than before. We are so on fire for God and we are so happy to serve God. We are not dragging our feet to church. We are not dragging our feet to mission trip. We are so excited to be a part of building the house of God in the end time like this. And we like to bring bricks in to build a beautiful temple in many parts in the world. And it's so fulfilling to participate in the work of God and the institution that will last for eternity that we can invest our life in is to build the church. The church is the eternal institution. Other institutions will be gone. The government will be gone. The media will be gone. One day work institution, family institution will not be there one day but the church institution will last for eternity. Therefore, it's something that worth to invest our life in, to build the local church, not in only our city, but in all over the world. And as we spend time and energy to build, we want to build the right kind of church, the church that Jesus Christ is very pleased and smile at. And that's my goal. I want to build a church that God is very pleased with the church. And we use the biblical model. We follow the leading and the direction of the Holy Spirit. I and Pastor Da are so blessed when we see God's people grow up to become more like Jesus Christ. We are so happy when God's people find their giftings and calling and they began to step out to serve God. When I went to mission trip this time, I saw so many new believers step up to serve the Lord. Some of them start to be in the worship team. Some of them involved in ushering. Some of them involved in running care group. It's so blessed to see people serve the Lord and rise up in the local church. And it's so blessed to see people get saved. People gave their life to Jesus and more people come in and love the Lord together and serve the Lord together. So for me and Pastor Da, we love to build local churches and we want to see all the local churches prosper and growing and become more like Jesus Christ, become like the bride of Jesus Christ. Today I would like to talk about a few attitudes of the servant of the Lord. This is a simple message, but I always want to remind people because we are living in the flesh and sometimes we don't even know that we have some wrong attitude in our serving. I and Pastor Da gave counseling to many young 
pastor when I say young I don't mean age I mean new pastors around the world and we have learned that many times people have the good heart they want to serve they want to do something for God they want to please God but their background of how they grow up or the background some people come from the background that the parents dumped them they are orphans or not taken care well by the family or some people grow up in the background of rejection the brother and sister reject them and they became a Christian and they serve God all this background cause people to have some kind of bondage and some kind of attitude on the inside of them that cause them to not be fruitful for the kingdom of God so we have to deal with those attitudes and get over it repent so that we can be more fruitful for the kingdom of God I would like to talk about the attitude of serving others with the spirit of love of faith and integrity we need to serve the Lord with the spirit of love with the spirit of faith and integrity not with fear and when we serve the Lord we need to ask ourselves every day every time we go to church every time we go to care group we need to ask ourselves why am I here how do I handle things in life If you can answer, I am here because I love God and because I love God's people. If you can say, I handle things in my life by walking in love and walking by faith and in integrity, you are in a safe place. You are doing the right thing. Because sometimes people serve God with the motive of wanting to be famous wanting to be something in the church, have the title in the church. Or when you see situation happen, you just cry and you don't have faith to deal with it. I have learned that in walking with God and serving the Lord, very important to walk in love. You love people and you love God. And not only that, you deal with everything by faith when you see the problem I have faith God can handle this God can help me with this I'm not going to lose sleep I'm not going to lose even one drop of tears when I see the problem I'm going to trust God and integrity means that you need to walk in holiness and don't do anything cheating and playing game or manipulation or have any ulterior motive inside you. You need to walk in holiness and integrity. The book of Proverbs chapter 10 verse 12 hatred stirs up strife but love covers all sins. Last night I was in the care group and I was so happy in the Friday care group because I noticed that all the members, all the brothers and sisters just smile and laugh and giggling and have fun and they love one another. I don't see any conflict in the care group that people hate each other. If you visit certain congregations, you will be amazed that people fight each other, hate each other, divide into groups and have 
strife and conflict. We don't want to entertain any kind of strife in a church. We want to be the church of love. We need to love one another. We need to cover all sins. What does it mean? Love cover all sin. It means number one, we don't focus on people' weaknesses and mistakes. Number two, we forgive and forget about it. Everybody in the world, including me, has done something wrong and has missed the target. And we all have weaknesses. Because of love, we don't focus on people' weaknesses, and we don't keep the record of wrong things of people doing. But we always overlook. We see it. We pray for it, but we overlook that weakness and always forgive and always think the best for that person and and always believe God that that sin gonna be resolved eventually. That weakness is gonna be covered by the grace of God. Proverbs chapter 17 verses 9 to 10 say, He who covers a transgression seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates friends. Rebuked is more effective for a wise man than a hundred blows on a fool. How many people want to be a wise man? Just one correction from God. You say, Amen, I repent. But foolish people, you can hit so many times that they don't want to change. And the Bible says that if we love, we seek love, we cover transgression. The Bible says again and again, that the community of people should be forgiving community. We will not focus on the negative things of one another. First John chapter 4, verse 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear, because fear involves torment. But he who fears has not been made perfect in love. Love is opposite to fear. Love is opposite to fear. If you grow up in love, you love God, you love people, you will not walk in fear anymore. And I noticed that in my own life. As I grow in my love for God, I'm not in fear anymore. People can live in fear in the different ways. For example, fear that I will lose my position in a church. Fear that the pastor will not love me enough. Fear that God will not take care of me. Fear that, oh, the ministry will not go anywhere. Fear that that brothers will reject me and will not accept me. Especially sometimes when I give counseling to pastor. This happens a lot. Sometimes God sends in somebody into the small church with many, many talents, many good qualities. But the pastor is a simple person doesn't know how to use computer very well. The pastor doesn't know how to do that and do this, but another person come in so, so talented. And then that pastor start to be insecure. Oh, people going to like this person more than me. Wow, I'm going to lose my position as a pastor. Oh, I will not be popular in this church anymore because I'm not very capable. But this person is much more capable than me. 
Oh, I don't like to talk to this person anymore. I want to push that person down and don't rise up because otherwise I gonna be in trouble in this church. That is immaturity, insecurity, and fear of losing position, losing popularity. That is not the right spirit. Pastor Dan, I have to correct that leader. Hey, you respond to people with love. You need to love that person, not reject and push that person down. Not only that, you need to have faith that if God calls you to be a leader, you need to know your calling and don't be fearful. You walk in your calling. God is the one who's going to promote you. God is the one who's going to use you, not man. Three, why are you so fearful of losing your popularity? This is the work of the flesh, the insecurity. And when you walk in fear, you begin to practice what we call entitlement. You make people feel entitled to do something for you because you don't want to lose your authority and position. So you have to do this for me. You have to do this for me. If you don't do it, you're not a good member. That is not the right thing. Don't command and demand anybody to do anything for you. It's by the grace of God. Amen? Make sure you serve God and serve people with the spirit of love, faith, and integrity. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but a power of love and of a sound mind. A sound mind have clear connection to God. Love. You serve because you love people. Amen? Hallelujah. I went to out of town this trip. God told me to sow financially into that church to bless them. In fact, I know in my heart what I would sow will be more than my love offering. And I argue with God. God, I miss my work. I lack sleep. And I came to give them good teaching and lay hand. But you're going to tell me to sow into this church more than what I'm going to get? God say, why are you here? I say, I'm here because I love them. I want them to love God. God say, it's not about business how much you're going to get in this trip. Do it. So I obeyed the Lord. We gave. Actually, we gave much more than we got the love offering. Because the motive of serving God is not about money. It's not about position. It's not about having the pulpit to go up and preach and lay hand and slap on people's head. No. We serve because we love people. We want to have the spirit of love and not fear that we're going to lose money, lose this and that. We need to make sure we keep our heart right when we serve the Lord. Amen? Amen. Love God, not love money, and not walking in fear. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 8. Most important of all, continue to show deep love for each other. For love covers a multitude of sins. When we love, we will not pull out the mistake of other people. We always forgive and we will not walk in fear any longer. We will not be 
in fear of losing money, losing time, not successful. It's so wonderful to walk in faith. I tell you the truth. So full of peace and joy. In the camp this year, I'm going to talk about the joy. Rejoicing always. Actually, it comes from the Bible called the joy of faith. In the Bible, the joy of faith. When you have faith, you have joy. And you have so much peace inside you. Because you trust God and you know God will take care of the problem for you. Amen. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 25. The fear of man brings a snare. But whoever trusts in the Lord shall be safe. Don't walk in fear. Especially in the fear of man. Sometimes we fear man more than God. I tell you sometimes when I go on to mission trip. And some old believers sit in the meeting. And I began to lay hand and move in the Holy Spirit. The devil tried to talk to me. You're going to offend these people. You're going to make them mad. Because they never see laying on of hand. They may walk out and they'll never come back again to the church. But I need to walk in love and in faith. In fact, on last Sunday when I was in Virginia, there was a couple walking in. A very young couple. The man may be around 26 years old, just got married, newly married. Uh, he's an American man. And I know he came from non-charismatic background. And when I began to preach, he made his face a little bit like different from the way he used to be. He walked out to the restroom one time. I thought, oh, he cannot handle this preaching. He came back in and I began to lay hand. My mind tried to tell me, this man will never come back to this church because he must be scared. And his wife was a brand new Christian, totally new, never go to church, just accept Christ. But when I walked to him and lay hand on him, God touched him. He was shaking and crying. You see, if I fear him, I fear man, I will not lay hand. I will not do anything because I want to please man. I cannot serve the Lord in the fear of man because it's a snare to our life. Amen? First Timothy chapter 4 verse 12 Don't let anyone look down on you because you are young but set an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith and in purity. Apostle Paul said the same thing. Serve God by setting good example in your speech the way you say things. Is it godly? Are you always sarcastic and lie and make up story? Can people trust what you say? In life, your lifestyle, how you behave, how, how your house looks like, how do you treat other people? People see example in your life. In love, people need to feel the love from you. They can see that your speech is godly. In faith, you must be the servant of God who walk by faith. Amen? Set this goal. I'm going to walk by faith. I'm going to walk in love. My lifestyle will be a good example to people. My speech will be godly and in purity. In integrity. How many people want God to use you more and more at a higher level in your life? 
If you want God to promote you and use you greater and greater, you need to do what Paul wrote to Timothy. Paul wrote to this young pastor, "Hey, be an example for the believers in speech, in life, in love, in faith, and in purity. Even though you are young, you still need to be a good example to people. In the church, we cannot force anybody to do anything. Remember this: the job of leadership in the church is not to force people to do anything. Our job is to do what? Number one, teach the truth. Two, set good example. Three, pray for people. Four, love people. Five, exercise your faith for people. That's all you can do. You cannot force people to change. You just pray, set good example, and exercise your faith and love people unconditionally. That is the way of the servant of God. In the church, if there is any conflict happen, we try to stay, keep the atmosphere of love and faith by practicing Matthew chapter 18 verses 15 to 17. I really like this scripture because this is the answer to the community. Matthew 18:15 to 17. Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen or an a tax collector. So the best way to handle conflict is to go directly to that person and talk it out and resolve it as soon as possible. If you want to keep the atmosphere of love in the community, this Matthew 18 must be practiced. No gossiping, no talking back behind somebody else. Just go directly to that person and communicate directly. And get the Problem resolved ASAP and put it there and never talk about it again. No one knows about it. Get it over. Amen. Okay. So everyone say serving in the spirit of love, of faith, and integrity. Not walking in fear. No fear. Amen. So keep reminding yourself. Romans chapter 13, verses 1 to 5. Everyone must submit himself to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except that which God has established. The authorities that exist have been established by God. Consequently, who, he who rebels against the authority is rebelling against what God has instituted. And those who do so will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers hold no terror for those who do right. But for those who do wrong, do you want to be free from fear of the one in authority? Then do what is right, and he will commend you. For he is God's servant to do you good. 
But if you do wrong, be afraid, for he does not bear the sword for nothing. He is God's servant, an agent of wrath to bring punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, it is necessary to submit to the authorities, not only because of possible punishment, but also because of conscience. Another thing about serving the Lord is to make sure that we are walking in the spirit of submission. Submission to authority that God put over us. In every institution, we have authority. In every institution. At workplace, at the hospital, at any company, at any church, in any country, there's authority. We need to make sure that we don't have a rebellious spirit. We need to honor those who have authority over us and those who really have been appointed by God in that institution. This is a spirit, spirit of submission. And we want that to happen in our church, that we will submit to authority and submit to one another. For example, if I go to another care group, I will submit to that care group leader. Unless that care group leader say, Pastor Lau, do you want to say something? I will just keep my mouth shut and honor that care group leader. Because at that moment, he is a leader of that group. We need to really submit to authority. And sometimes the authority may not do whatever we want to see all the time. We just have to give it to God and pray. Or talk to that authority in a personal way. You know, I think you can improve this in this way. Just talk to that authority. And if he listens, that's okay. If he doesn't listen, just give it to God. Our job is to submit. Amen. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 17. Obey your leaders. Submit to their authority. They keep watch over you as men who must give an account. Obey them so that their work will be a joy, not a burden. For that would be of no advantage to you. When you submit to authority, the leaders will have joy in serving the Lord. But if you keep rebelling, that leader will be discouraged and will have a lot of burdens and the kingdom of God cannot expand. So that's why we need to learn how to submit to authority and listen to the authority. If the command is not unbiblical, you should obey. You should just do it. If it's not wrong, unbiblical. People have different style to do things. Is that right? So, people may not do your style, but when they have authority, you submit to that authority. And God can bless the whole group anyway. It's the way of God. Our God is a God of authority. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 12 to 13. And we urge you, brethren, to recognize those who labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake. Be at peace among yourself. Again, the Bible says that we need to recognize and honor and esteem those who work hard among us, who are over us in the Lord. Amen. 
This should be the spirit in the church that we honor the servant of God, honor our care group leader, honor the department leader, honor people who are in the authority of different departments. We need to honor them and also esteem them and really appreciate them very highly. Talking about the pastor, I learned one thing. Pastor, good pastor is a gift from God, from Jesus. The church in the world really, really lack pastors, good pastors. So please don't abuse pastor. Please don't make the pastor discouraged. They are the gift. Very hard to find good pastors. You should cherish them, lift them up, pray for them, encourage them because it's so hard to find pastor in the world. Everywhere in the world. I mean, I travel a lot. I went to many cities and like right now, one person in northeast of Thailand keep texting me, lining me and say that I have a lot of believers here but I don't have pastor. What can I do? I cannot handle this. I'm very sad. There's no pastor in that small village with 20 believers. So, you see, we need to pray that God send laborer in. And we need to really respect pastor and church leaders and people who serve in the capacity of shepherds and pastoring ministry. We need to honor them because it's, it's, you need to look at them as a gift from heaven. Wow, this is a gift to me. You need to really thank God for their life and appreciate them instead of abusing them and make them feel bad. You need to treat the gift of Jesus very well. Take care of them very well. Amen? These are two attitudes that I want to talk today. Number one, serving others in the spirit of love, faith, and integrity, not in the spirit of fear. Two, always have a submissive spirit. Always honor and submit to leaders who are over you. Practice that and God is on your side and God is going to take care of the rest. Amen? And be committed. Be committed to serve the Lord. Amen? I want to encourage you. We are getting older every year. Soon and very soon some of us will turn 70. Some of us will turn 80. We're getting older. I'm serious. And we don't have a lot of time in this planet Earth. Let us not waste time. Let us run the race. Expand the kingdom of God. Reach out to the lost. Making disciples as fast as we can. While we are having energy and time, do it fully. Amen? I've seen Christians who waste their time away and eventually they get old and they cannot do much. I feel bad for them because they waste so many years of their life without serving the Lord. We don't want to waste our time. Let's run the race. Serve the Lord. Build the kingdom. Every Sunday we stand here, we just greet people, welcome people, make sure that they have good first impression. Very important. The first impression is so important. How many people agree with me? The first impression is so important. If people walk into your care group and your church and they can discern or perceive some negative thing, they may not come back anymore. 
and they're going to go out to tell people everywhere that how bad it is. So you need to really do the best to walk in love, in faith, in integrity, and make sure they have good impression when they walk in, so that they will come back to know Jesus Christ. Amen. I'm so glad to hear the testimony of one of our members. He invited a non-Christian friend to church. The non-Christian friend is a woman, Chinese American, ABC. She came two Sundays ago, and she was very impressed with our church. She even cried during the preaching. And she came back last Sunday, and this Sunday she said she want to meet me and Pastor Da and ask question about how to be saved. Wow, I'm so happy. Good impression. And she had never go to church before, first time, and still come Sunday and tomorrow she's going to show up again. I'm so happy. I want to see more souls saved. Get more people into the kingdom of God as much as we can. Save the lost soul. Make disciples. And we need to do our part by being the right kind of the servant of God. Build the atmosphere of faith and love and integrity in this church. And submission. No fighting in the church. No quarreling and strife in the church. People walk in and just feel that that is something good in here that they want to come back again. Amen. Let's make a decision. We're going to be on fire until the last day of our life. Let's make a decision that we're going to do the best we can, pull up our sleeve and then serve and build the kingdom to the maximum before we really leave this world and to be with the Lord. Amen. And on that day, we're going to have the crowd of righteousness. That day, we're going to have the rewards from the Lord Jesus Christ because we have run the race. We finish the course. We fight the good fight of the faith. And we finish our race. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for reminding us through all these scriptures to serve you with the right spirit. We want to obey your word, Lord. By the grace of the Holy Spirit, we can walk in submission, in love, in faith, in integrity. And we will not entertain the spirit of fear. We want to have the sound mind and the spirit of faith. We thank you, Father. May this teaching be the blessing to a lot of people around the world. Thank you so much, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. I'm so thirsty.